Hey guys, and welcome back to episode 10! Yay, episode 10! We're on episode 10! I feel like we need to have, like, confettis and, you know, burr, 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 burr. No, I don't know. Uh, so today's episode is going to be a little interesting. I actually talked about a little bit, or I was trying to avoid talking about it in the last podcast, but this one's going to be, well, I did talk about it a little bit in the last one. Uh, this one's going to be about some of the conventions I've attended, some that I've even worked at, and talk a little bit also about my new projects. Well, not so new project, just updated projects. So we're going to get into that. But first, for those of you who do not know, first of all, this is episode 10, so go listen to 1 through 9, and there's some point fives in there. My name is Sharon. I live in the Tampa Bay area, Florida. I currently work at the Clearwater Marine Aquarium. Uh, you might have also seen me on my YouTube channel, Ginger Princess Vlogs. If not, go check it out. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's me. So like I said, uh, we've attended and worked at quite a few conventions, including hosting one ourselves. Me and mom actually did host a, like I said, it's, it's more of a geeky flea market than it is an actual like comic-con there were no celebrities there were no autographs there wasn't anything like that um but it was just a lot of people selling uh geeky merchandise like you know kind of movie memorabilia prop looking stuff using a lot of geeky f uh, fabric which was a lot of stuff we have um using stuff that looks like it could come straight out of a show or movie and the stuff that we make and we're actually getting our website back up and running is we've got it's called hole in one it's w-h-o-l-e dash in dash one just I, the letter in uh, and I will once I've got it up I will definitely do a big announcement once our merch site is up it is currently down it actually shut it down right when we left North Carolina. Oh, by the way, I used to live in North Carolina before I moved here to Florida. Only been here about two years. Uh, so yeah, so right before we moved here to Florida, I shut down our page. Unfortunately, it wasn't doing too great uh, because we had kind of left the con circuit for a little bit. So unfortunately, our site wasn't doing much work. So I said, you know what, let's close it. We'll worry about that when we get to Florida. Now that we have time, I'm able to finally worry about that here in Florida. So one of the things that I have been doing in our downtime has been taking new pictures, editing them up, getting the site up, because one of the things you gotta do when you're selling stuff is I've got the different categories and then the different items and the different types of items. So like I've got all these different keychains, Harry Potter themed ones, Firefly themed, uh, Hunger Games, I've got like little charm keychains that we're selling that there's all different shapes. There's animals, butterflies, we've got owls. Um, I've got like a lot of bow and arrows for like Hunger Games stuff and for some of my cosplay for Merida. And yeah, so we've just got a whole bunch of different stuff. Plus my mom makes buttons and we sell those on our site as well. We've got necklaces. We actually got a whole set of dolphin necklaces. You guys should check that out once we get them up. So. If nothing else, make sure to join the Facebook page and like and follow that. And when the merch site does go up, I will be posting it on there. Also, if you guys want me to start selling actually out of the water merch, like if you want a button of our logo here, or if you think I should do some kind of stuff that, 
either is kind of themed to our podcast here or if you want me to actually like maybe start putting this logo on stuff let me know if there's even like some phrases you've heard me say that's like oh man you should put that on a shirt you should put that on a button let me know so I might actually start up uh, podcast merch and we'll sell it on there or I'll put it on another site I do have my YouTube channel has a merch site but again nothing's happened on it so oh well but it had like tote bags and shirts and stuff like that one of the things I don't like with a lot of youtuber merch sites is you got to pay the merch you got to pay the, the the merchandiser and you got to pay for the items and it's usually crazy expensive because a shirt alone on those sites is $20 plus you got to make your profit so you end up having to sell it for like $30 and I don't like doing that to you guys that's why I don't like buying a lot from youtubers that's why I like with Charles I've bought cheaper stuff because that's all I can afford which I feel like because by the way guys you guys can't see my cute little setup but with being on his patreon I got monthly photos and they are currently right next to me so I feel like Charles watching me at all the time uh, but no, that's that's a whole nother thing. But anyway, so I would like to do some kind of out-of-the-water podcast merch. Uh, I know that's kind of inspired when the Jody Sweetens podcast. They've got merch, and it's really cool, and I'd like to do that. But if you guys are interested in that, let me know. Again, go over to my Facebook page, and let me know. Talk to me, guys. I, I want to hear some feedback from you. I haven't heard anything back except for from Marie. And, well, she's an insider anyway. She's been helping... We've been trading notes back and forth just to get all this up and running. But if you guys are interested in me doing merch, let me know on that. But if nothing else, I do have my geeky merch you can buy. Not yet, but soon. And I may or may not, because these have never gone right. I may do a giveaway for free merch of our geeky stuff. I'll like do one of our e-gift cards or something. Uh, if you guys would be interested in that, also be sure to like the Facebook page. I'll be posting all that there. And give me some feedback on that again it's fb.me slash out of the water podcast go over there make sure to like and follow the page so when uh, i do get the merch site up and running it'll be posted on there and if i hear enough of you going oh my gosh yes i want some free merch and i totally want to do a giveaway i might do it but if i don't get a lot of feedback on that i won't do it because Marie, sorry I haven't sent yours out, by the way. It's been busy. You know how it is. Uh, Marie has do away my last giveaway, and I still haven't sent her her stuff. Sorry. Yeah, the Comic-Cons we've attended, like I said, they are very much uh, geeky flea markets. We actually found out about them through a local small comic, con comic book shop in North Carolina. We just happened to stop by there. I forget why... I think we were looking for video game stuff or something. I don't remember. But we stopped there and they actually had advertisement for the South Carolina Comic Con, which I mentioned in my last podcast where I got to meet Sean Marr of Firefly. When we were there, there was, as normal, there were flyers for other Comic Cons in the area-ish, especially in the North Carolina area. And we are like, oh, this is cool. So there was a local comic book shop, even that in the same area that he sponsors and hosts a lot of the comic cons in the area he like i mean he's got one in just about every county every city within like a 20 mile radius just about in fact one of the cities he didn't is the one that we hosted in and then another group ended up taking 
our territory and that's a whole nother story in itself. If I have time, I might tell it on here or I'll tell it in another podcast. So we found out about that and we ended up going, hey, so do you need vendors? He's like, oh, I always need vendors. We can always use somebody and get you on the list. So we joined and we ended up becoming one of the vendors there at the cons selling our wares. And like I said, we've got like, we got some stuff that we only sell at the conventions, like their shirts or uh, Hogwarts ties and stuff like that. Some of the more licensed stuff that we don't want to get in trouble for selling. Those we sell, kind of, that's why it's Geeky Flea Market. Those we sell like in the cons, uh, but we do not sell those on our website. In fact, a lot of those I've given away because I'm like, I, I have too much inventory. This needs to go away. So that was kind of fun. And then like I said, after we attended a lot of those and we found out that there wasn't any in the town we were living in, we're like, well, why don't we host our own? And we ended up using uh, tax money to do that. And we ended up getting enough merch or enough vendors to at least make up for what we spent towards it. So that wasn't too bad. Unfortunately, we didn't make a whole lot of money off of that one. The We didn't do enough advertising on it, which was bad on our part. Uh, but that's, again, that's a whole other story. I'm not going to go into that too much. But we have attended uh, some of the bigger cons as well. Uh, we've met a lot of different celebrities. Like I said, we went to South Carolina Comic Con where I met Sean Moore. And I'll tell a little bit more on that story as in a minute. But some of the smaller ones that we've gone to, we've made a lot of friends. There's uh, one guy who has book series called Faith and Fandom. And he does these daily devotionals that's based off of geeky stuff. It's like kind of, um, there's one firefly related there's a harley quinn talking about kind of like the madness within and doing the right thing and it's just so cool it's like we met him we made friends with him there's like baby rabies if you guys want to look these guys up they do have online sites as well they do like a lot of toys and stuff uh but at least a lot of them are like flea markety stuff there some of them collect vintage uh action figures and stuff like that and sell them there was one vendor who had vhs's and dvds from like a hundred years ago. So yeah, like I said, oh, I even got my wand from one of them. There's actually a couple different people that do wand shops and some of them actually hand carve some wood. Some of them may use some uh, cheap materials as it were. The first wand I actually bought and if they were doing a Comic-Con at uh, App State in North Carolina. If you guys know where App State is, you love app state they are very cool they have the best quidditch team yes muggle quidditch i actually got to watch one of their practices there at the con and i ended up buying my first one there because well heck i'm there i'm with a bunch of i mean i'm with a freaking quidditch team i mean come on of course i have to it ended up falling and the handle broke off because it was badly glued together it was very cheaply made i was tempted to be like um yeah i need to return this because Yes, stuff is crap, but I ended up keeping it, glued it back together, it broke again, it's in pieces somewhere around here. I have no idea. That's what I've been working on too. Uh, like I said, if you guys are interested in buying the merch, definitely let me know. And speaking of money, uh, let's have a word from our sponsors and hear what Anchor has to say. Yay! Yay! 
Alright guys, welcome back. And if you too want to become a sponsor or so say supporter of this podcast, be sure to go over to my anchor profile and click the support button. Depending on which platform you're listening to this, there should be a link to it right there. But if not, you can go over to anchor.fm slash out of water and there's the support button right there. So it'd be much appreciated. That's kind of more of a tip jar than it is like with Patreon monthly gifts. So if you guys wouldn't just, you know, chuck a buck or two my way or even just some cents in your my way, that would be awesome. It definitely will help me keep going and, you know, not die. I mean, since, you know, this whole COVID pandemic, job closing stuff, this is kind of it for me right now until unemployment kicks in and that. So like I said, if you guys want to help me out, help a girl out, become a sponsor, that'd be great. If you guys need some help, start a podcast. Heck yeah. Some of the other cons I've been to, some of like the bigger named cons, the ones I've actually had celebrities at, that I've gotten some autographs at. This isn't all of the cons I've been to. These, I'm actually going to talk about three main cons that I've attended. On to at least two amazing cons and uh, one hit and miss con. So, one I talked about in our last podcast was South Carolina Comic Con. That one was awesome. Now, let me tell you, it was so crazy. When we got there, it was a little late. We didn't get there like right at opening. Uh, It was a little bit later because, well, it was quite a drive for us. When we got there, there was a huge line just to get to ticketing to get inside. So that shows you how amazing it was. We went to a few panels there. In fact, guys, I actually just found the pamphlet I got from that the little booklet. Actually, hear that the, from that con. So I went April second and third, or probably April second. I don't remember which day I went. 2016. So it was four years ago, just ten days ago. So four years ago, it was in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, yeah. So you guys, here we flipping pages here. So it was really cool. We went and here. Did what panels did we go to? Let me click over here. I went on a Saturday, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. Well, we went to Sean Mars QA and I'll talk about him in a minute. But yeah, we did get to go to Sean Mars QA and oh my gosh, he is adorable. Uh yeah. Did I love Sean Mar? So if you guys didn't listen to my last podcast, he was in Firefly. That's the main reason I went. Uh, Ju- Jewel State was supposed to be there. Also from Firefly. And several other things. They both have been in Warehouse 13. Again, I was talking about that. Yes, yeah, so both Sean Moore and Jewel State were in episodes of Warehouse 13 together. And I believe they both have been in separate episodes of Supernatural. I think, or no, she has. I don't remember if he has or not. I don't think so. Uh, according to this, he was also in Party of Five. Oh, I didn't know that. He, uh, as well as Darren Star's The Streets. And then he was, of course, in Serenity. And he's the voice of Dick Grayson Nightwing in the Warner Brothers DC comic book animated universe. Oh my gosh. Things you know when you read this booklet. Uh, I think there was another panel we went to, and I can't remember what it was. I really don't remember which other panel we went to there, but we did go to another panel. I think so. Maybe we didn't. Uh, but yeah, so we got to go see Sean Moore and get, went to his Q&A, and then right after his Q&A was his meet and greet, his photo op, and that was so cool. So it was just a photo, it wasn't autograph, it was just photo. Ended up actually seeing some of the vendors that we knew there. We're like, hey guys, what's up? 
So some of the, our vendor friends were there. So one of the best things with South Carolina Comic Con, not only do we go to Sean Mars meet and or, or his Q and A, but we end up going, following everybody over to where his photo op was. So I'm like, you know what? I have to actually, like I said in the last one, I had this loot crate bear that was Kaylee's bear, and I was semi-dressed like like Kaylee. It was kind of inspired by Kaylee. There was a lot more to the outfit, but I ended up stripping it off because it was very hot in the convention center. But I was going to plan on, you know, buying, I think it was like $40 for a picture with him, which is relatively cheap with a lot of these celebrities, let me tell you right now. But as we were all in the line waiting, and we're like, why is it taking so long? Because they only have a certain amount of time to do this before they have to go do their next thing. And they said, yeah, guys, we're having issue with the Wi-Fi. Our card reader is down. So if you are paying with card, please run to the ATMs, get some cash. Because uh, we don't have the ability to run cards. And I'm like, well, dang, because we were going to pay with card. I don't have any cash, which, by the way, if you ever go to any Comic Con or even any flea market garage sale, always take cash. I have learned this one the hard way. And so I'm going to share with you guys. And this is how I learned this one. Always take cash. Um, and this way you can also budget yourself. You can kind of like, okay, I'm only going to spend $100 there. $100 there. That's it. Uh, so that does help a little bit there plus with stuff like card machines going down because a lot of them It's with square swipe nowadays. So they've got just a little chip that attaches to the phone swipe it over it processes It's done and we, That's what we use when we have been vendors Or we use cash, but yeah, so we just in case Wi-Fi sucks in a building take cash So this is what happened here, and this is how I learned this so the girl behind me was talking to you know it was these two girls and I was talking to mom I'm like okay should we go ahead and run because mom didn't want to take a picture with Sean only I did I wanted to take my picture with Sean and I'm like well if I run to the ATM they were saying okay when there's ATM down the hallway and someone said uh yeah actually that one is out everyone's already been using it because all the other vendors have been losing it so I was like well crap Either I go and run and find another ATM, which God only knows where that is, and uh, homegirls don't run, or I miss out on getting this picture with Sean. So next thing you know, the girls behind me said, hey, we've got the money, we'll pay you. I'm like, are you serious? Are you, really? Are you sure? I'm like, that, I don't want to put you out. Like, if I had something to give you, I would. She said, no, it's a, just pay it forward. You know, that, don't worry about it. It's like, I'll, I'll pay for you to go. And I was like, and we like all hugged each other and cried at each other. I was like, thank you so much. Oh my God, this means so much to me. So I got a picture with Sean Mar. Thanks to an amazing girl behind me. I wish I got their names. I think they told me, but see where I remember. I'm lucky to know my own name. Uh, but so that's the kind of stuff that happens at cons. Like you get people who share your fandom and you end up making a lot of good friends at that, you know, at those places. I've made so many connections with peoples and unfortunately there's some of them it's like this fandom is all we have in common and we're never going anywhere unlike with like me and Marie where mostly our fandoms are connections but we also have as one of my podcasts I listen to says trauma bonded our, our Walmart time has bonded us already and we've got that connection on to the next con because I could talk about a lot of these for a long time fanboy expo is the best 
con ever. I can't state that enough. Yeah, Fanboy Expo, we went to the one in Knoxville. Allegedly, there is one in Orlando, and I've got to find it because I'm telling you, it's the best experience I've ever had at a convention that I probably ever will have at a convention. So, one of the things that I have been so annoyed with a lot of these conventions, and some of the ones that I'm not talking about had this problem too, is you spend so much time in lines and a lot of the bigger name celebrities are sequestered away and the only way you can approach them is if you're getting a picture with them or if you're getting an autograph and you have to pay up front to even approach their table. Yes, I actually have seen it. And actually at, I think it was South Carolina Comic Con, there was a couple people that we were going to go see there besides Sean. There was somebody, there was like I think a couple celebrities in this one little booth and there were people from the con standing, uh, I would say a good 10, 20 feet in front of their table and you had to pay for whether you wanted a photo or an autograph and then you one at a time, there were some people down the little hallway there to the celebrities booth and got to do whatever they were going to do. So that really sucked. So that's one thing I hate with a lot of these cons is that you have to pretty much pay to even think about looking at these celebrities. And the next one I'm gonna talk about was even worse. But this one, Fanboy Expo, was amazing. There were a lot of people there that I didn't want a picture from with, or I didn't want an autograph from, but I did want to approach and just be like, hi, you're cool, okay, bye. Like there was most of the humans, the adults from Sesame Street were there. Uh, there was like the guy who played Bob, the guy who played, uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his character's name, but his real name was Roscoe. It's like the black guy from there, the old, you know, Mr. Hooper, he was there. Um, I forget who else was there, but one of the people, and I'm so glad we went, was Carol Spinney, the late Carol Spinney. He died, I think earlier this year or late last year. He was the puppeteer and voice of Big Bird and uh, Oscar the Grouch. Uh, he was an amazing man and he is ancient as crap. And when we actually met him at that con, we kind of approached his bench and approached his booth and mom was just telling him, it's like, I remember, you know, Big Bird and we're just, you know, recounting our childhood with him. And I went to go to the bathroom and I come back and mom's like, yeah, so Carol just signed an autograph. And I was like, wait, what? How did I miss that? Yeah, he and it was so cool because like he was so old and you could tell him like I think he'd had strokes and stuff. His wife actually had uncapped the Sharpies for him just for him to sign it. And that was just heartbreaking just to watch right there. But he was an amazing man. And when I found out he died, I went straight over to our fanboy, my vlog there and RIP in the comments and posted that clip everywhere I could. Anybody was talking about Carol's death. I was like, I got to meet him, you know, this time. And oh my gosh, he was amazing. One of the cool things is like, you just get to just walk up to the booths. And as long as there's not a line, as long as there's not people waiting, you can stand there and talk to him for like ever. One of the other ones, another person from Jim Henson world, Dave Barclay, um, David Barclay. You might have seen his name at the ending credits of stuff like even Sesame Street or Labyrinth or Star Wars. 
yes, Dave Bar Barclay was the main puppeteer for Yoda, him and Frank Oz, but then he was actually telling us this story and was really cool. He said, you know, he was kind of doing just puppeteering here and there, but Frank needed to be more at Sesame Street with Jim doing that stuff, so Frank Oz actually asked Dave to take over and do the main puppeteering for Yoda while he was busy doing stuff at Sesame Street and Muppets and all that. He still did the voice, but Dave got to do the main puppeteering. And it's like, we got to stand there and talk to him and oh, his British accent is amazing. But listening to him tell the stories about being there and talking to Mark and yes, Yoda did really hit on people randomly. Uh, we even talked to him about the ancient story of a bunch of them being down there um, in the scene of Dagobah when the snakes fell off the platform and onto Frank Oz and the puppeteering crew. And the reason that you see Yoda shaking in that scene was Frank was shaking. He goes, yep, that was true. I watched it happen. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. So one of the other cool things that we did, uh, some of the cool people that we got to see at that Comic-Con was we got to attend several Q&As. Um, one of my favorites was Danny Tamborelli. If you guys don't remember, if you guys remember, there was a Nickelodeon show, Pete and Pete, The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Yeah, Little Pete. I got to meet Little Pete. Uh, that was one of my favorite shows, mainly because it was a show about redheaded brothers. I mean, dude, redheads, we finally get a show where we look cool. Heck yeah. So I got to meet Danny Tamborelli and got to go to his uh, Q&A. Definitely watch the vlogs on those, on all the Q&As and the Fanboy Expos. Definitely check those out because it was very interesting. Uh, Danny was really cool and I didn't get a chance to get his autograph then. But at the next con that I'm going to mention, Pensacon, him and Big Pete were also there. And I got to get their autographs, or at least got Little Pete's autograph at that time. So that was cool. Um, I got to meet freaking John Wesley Ship. That's right, John Wesley Ship. The OG Flash, or if you know from the newer series, Ship, the the the, the uh, Flash's dad. Yeah, I got to meet John Wesley Ship. I mean, come on, that was so cool. I even got to ask him a question because that con was right before the Justice League movie came out. So I asked him, as the OG Flash, what do you think about Ezra Miller playing the Flash in the new movies? And he said, oh, I love him. He, he, he's very cool. He definitely has my blessing. In fact, Grant, the one who plays the Flash in the TV series, was supposed to do it in the movie. But because they were so busy with the TV show, he wasn't able to do it. But the three of them got to meet and compare notes. And yeah, so when John told me straight, I mean, eye contacts, he was standing within feet of me. And in fact, he would have gotten in trouble nowadays with the six feet. I mean, he was within six feet of me. <laughs> and let me tell you, he smells so good. Uh, that's that's a whole nother thing. Um, but yeah, so when he told me that he and Grant gave Ezra their blessing and they loved him, I was like, okay, well, now I can go watch Justice League knowing that he was handed the torch. He did not take the torch. It was passed to him. Uh, one of the other Q&As I went to was D. Snyder. Yeah, as in Twisted Sisters, D. Snyder. 
That was so cool. I am not a Twisted Sister fan by any means. Jason and I are actually mostly love from his movie stuff and it was honestly, I think we had some downtime because his Q&A was right before somebody else's Q&A or something and we ended up going just cause. And I was like, might as well. I mean, he's pretty cool. Ended up being probably one of my favorite Q&As because he was just so casual and he's, he's, he started cussing. He's like, wait, are there kids in here? And I said, oh yeah, there's a kid right there. And the parent goes, yeah, don't worry. I was I raised her on your music. You say what you want. He goes, fuck yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh, nope, bleep. Sorry, you didn't hear me say that. <laughs> but yeah, so Dee Snyder was hilarious and told us stories about when he was on The Apprentice, you know, Trump's show back in the day. But that was really cool. Just for time's sake, we also went to a Q&A with Gil Gerard, Buck Rogers, and Linda Blair. <sighs> See my YouTube channel for that. Uh, there was a lot of mm, not good things about Linda Blair's Q&A. I'm not going to go into that rant. I did it on my YouTube channel and that's where it's going to stay. So go over to youtube.com slash gingerprincessvlogs. Go over to where there's a little like um, finding glass thing. Type Linda Blair Q&A. You're welcome. But anyway, on to the probably worst convention I've been to. Uh, as I call it, it's the Tale of Two Cities. Um, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Pensacon. Pensacola's Comic Con. I'm glad. I was going to go the whole weekend. We were in Pensacon the whole time. Uh, like I've mentioned in my first one, we were actually looking to move to Pensacon or to Pensacola. Florida we were like we were so we were in that area kind of scouting out houses scouting out a synagogue up there and while we were in the area we went to Pensacon we were supposed to go all the whole weekend but we ended up going only one day and I'm so glad we did we didn't waste our money on that we got yelled at several times uh it was overcrowded spent way too much time waiting through security lines or waiting in line to get on a bus to go to another building down the street for a Q&A panel. Yeah, they spread it out so much that there was actually trolleys that were taking people to different theaters in downtown Pensacola for panels, for, for Q&As and stuff, which some of those Q&As were awesome. They were freaking amazing. Uh, one of them was the best one ever for me. But the fact that there's at least w several of them I was late for because I had to wait to get on the trolley to get over there. And then I had to wait through security to get in the building. It, it was a nightmare. It was an absolute nightmare. And yeah, getting yelled at. So one of the things with a lot of these conventions is they you know, have a row of all the different celebrities. And you can just stop at different tables, different booths, say hi, get your autograph, get your pictures, whatever. And you keep walking. Uh, so we went into, and they were all in different, like, little meeting rooms, and some of them were grouped, some of them were not. I mean, like, the entire cast of Land of the Lost, if you guys know what that is, cool. Uh, so all of them were in one room, all the Fright Night cast was in one room. But we went into this one room that, where most of the celebrities were, and being a vlogger, I vlog my life, I film everything, and especially going to these cons, I film everything. And so we were walking down this row of celebrities and I had my camera out just kind of filming the row of people 
and I actually had somebody who ran the con say like no filming like wow really seriously are, are, are you, you I'm not even allowed to film people just casually like I have to even pay just a you know quicking quick you know glancing shot at them seriously um, by that point I was I told mom I was like I want to go home like I don't even care about the Q&A's we have later I want to go I, I want to go back to the hotel screw this convention I'm not gonna get yelled at for doing my side job I mean really I'm a vlogger vlogging my life and filming the things I'm doing is what I was doing at that time besides working at retail and for them to just bark that from down the hallway and I'm just like okay fine you know what screw you uh, though I did catch a little bit of filming of Arthur Darvill, who plays Rory in Doctor Who, Matt Smith series. And then I got to go to a couple of Q&As, and yet th their schedule was insane. So there was, the time I was doing Jason Isaacs, yeah, that's right, you know, Lucius Malfoy, sexy. I was at his Q&A. Mom was at, it all says was Doctor Who Q&A. Now, mind you, at this convention, there were several people who were slotted for Doctor Who. There was Arthur Darville, who played Rory. Uh, John Barrowman, who plays Jack... <laughs> was Jack Sparrow? Uh, he plays Jack in Doctor Who. Uh, there was... Uh, the lady plays Rose Tyler's mom, Jackie. She was there, but she actually was at the panel. And there was a couple of people... Um, Alex Kingston had to, unfortunately, cancel. Arthur wasn't at the con... at the panel. John Barrowman wasn't at the panel. It was just the lady plays Jackie and two guys who were in like a couple episodes here and there in the old series. So it wasn't even everybody from Doctor Who at the Doctor Who panel. So that was really shit. Um, <coughs> what? But so we also got to go to Brent Spiner's panel. If you guys don't know who Brent Spiner is, again, where have you been? Uh, he was the one who played Data in the Star Trek Next Generation. He was also in on Warehouse 13 a little bit. He was the mad scientist in Independence Day. Yeah, that guy. Uh, he was on several episodes of Night Court. If you know who that is, that's awesome. Uh, but my favorites, like I said, my absolute favorite uh, Q&A was Jason Isaacs. Yeah, Lucius Malfoy from Harry Potter. He was in Armageddon. He was in a thousand and six movies I'm sure you've heard of. I'm sure you know who Jason is. If not, go to IMDb, look him up, and you'll go, Oh, right, that guy. Yeah, he's amazing. Uh, and one of the cool things with him, and I didn't film a lot of his Q&A because he asked us not to. And it wasn't like the, no filming at this you know, this meet and greet. If you want my picture, you got to pay for it. No, he went up on stage. He said, guys, look, I'm a man in a crumpled shirt standing on a stage telling you stories you know take your pictures take them now take your videos and then when I start talking put them away it's just me yes there's nothing that I haven't said in 600 other interviews go ahead and put your cameras down and let's talk let's have a one-on-one -on -one conversation here and I'm like dude that's awesome yes yes I will so I filmed him saying that and then I put my camera away uh, and I ended up getting to ask him a question, and I won't talk about that here just for time's sake, because, yeah, wow, this one's gone on a long time, and I haven't even gotten to the main one. Well, I haven't gotten full on this one. Um, but yeah, he was awesome. He was so sweet. Then, after that one, I met Mom over at the other theater, 
where she was doing the Doctor Who panel for the Guardians of the Galaxy panel. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. It was freaking cool. Oh no, wait, she met me over at the art theater. That's right. That was the other thing with the thing with the panels is once Jason's panel was over, I had to leave the building, go back around, meet up with, or I forget exactly which order it was, but anyway, Oh no, it's Guardians of the Galaxy one I did first, and then Jason's. You, after the panel was over, you had to leave the building, go around the building to the entrance, and wait in line where other people had already been waiting in line for that next panel. So that was really crappy, is that you got uh, back of the line because you were already in the building. Mmm, not cool. So yeah, we went to the Guardians of the Galaxy panel. Again, there wasn't a lot of people from the movie there. Uh, but there was Palm Clementif, uh, who plays Mantis in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Actually, all these were got two people. So yeah, Palm Clementif, who is fun, and I don't know how people can call themselves fans and mispronounce a celebrity's name. Several people could call her Pam. It's like, no, it's Palm. It's like Pom Pom. That she's, she's French, for crying out loud. It's Palm. Uh, but so we were like, Pam, and we'd all just bust out laughing. Uh, then there was also Tommy Flanagan, who played Tolk. He was one of the Ravagers, one of uh, Yondu's people. And one of the other Ravagers, he played Jeff. It's J-E-F. So cute. With Steve Agee. Uh, they were hilarious. They were telling a lot of fun stories from on set. And being Ravagers and telling us stories about Taserface. And how they came up with the name Taserface. It was awesome. Uh, I've recorded some of it, but I didn't record a lot of it because the cameras I had were real crappy at the time. And then probably my second favorite Q&A, and I didn't record a bit of it because, again, by then, batteries were dead. Um, I was getting a little ticked off by everything. We went to a Galaxy Quest Q&A, and I would like to point out that I went to two Q&As with people who got to work in close connection with Alan Rickman, and this was right after Alan Rickman had died. So one of the cool things that Jason did say, he said, look guys, don't ask me what it was like working with anybody, especially anybody who's died. I'm not going to say anything bad about any of them. So just to spare me from having to lie to you to your face or anything like that. I've talked about it. I'm done talking about it. Please don't ask me. And I'm like, well, crap, there goes my question. Then we went over to Galaxy Quest. And I don't remember who else was there besides Patrick Breen and Jed Rees. And I feel like there was somebody else, but God help me, I can't remember who. Uh, if you don't know, Patrick Breen and Jed Rees played the Thermians, the Termites, the Dalmatians, as, as they kept calling them. Uh, the, the aliens who abducted Tim Allen's character and thought that it was all real. Uh, Patrick Breen, you might also know, you might, wait, that name sounds familiar. Uh, you might also know him from MIB, the very first movie. He was the one who played Regic, the squid family that had the baby that poor Jay had to get. Yeah, that was Patrick. And Jed Rees, not only was, you know, the fact he was in Galaxy Quest, um, He's also in the newer Deadpool movies. You might have heard of Deadpool. So I think is it De yeah, Deadpool 1. He was in Deadpool 1. Uh, he played Jared, the one guy who like seemed to know where Ajax was or <laughs> Francis was. Yeah, so that, that, that that's Jed. So I got to meet those two guys. Uh, it was very cool. I didn't ask them any questions because I was like, I really just couldn't think of anything 
except for because of Alan. And I said, like, crap, I have nothing to ask. But one of the cool things with it was Patrick, he made sure to make eye contact with everybody in that room. And I mean, he, him sitting there at the panel at this table, he looked like a big kid. I mean, he was probably fanning out on the fact that he got to be there with all of us. And I mean, it was, it was just so cute. He was just like a little kid, just like, I get to do this. I get to sit here and talk to you guys. And that's just so cool. I, I love Patrick Breen. And those were the good things about that con. There were many bad things. And I'm not gonna go into them again for time, but be sure to go over to my YouTube channel. I think I even have, or I'm going to set up a playlist of all the Pensacola, Pensacon stuff. Yeah, there's actually a video I made called Pensa Pros and Cons. Uh, yeah, it was it was a nightmare. It was straight up nightmare. So please go check that out. Plus, you can check out the video there of my Q&A with you know, all those different people. I've got all the different Q&As posted with Brent Spiner and the Guardians of the Galaxy and the quick clip with Jason Isaacs. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna end this here. Wow, this one was long. I did not expect this one to be this long. So thank you for those of you who are listening this far. Uh, if you did listen this far, go over to my Facebook page and I want you to just comment anywhere, whether on a picture, on a post, or just make a comment and type purple cannon. I don't know why, just type purple cannon somewhere on a message board that connects over whether there's a five-star review on the podcast you're listening to on the platform you're listening to or on my facebook or go over to the anchor profile leave a voice message purple cannon just to make sure you've gotten this far i just want to know uh of course thank you guys so much for listening and again getting this far if you want to check out my anchor profile and send me a voice message or to hit, look up my social media Again, that is anchor.fm slash out of water. You can hit me up on my Instagram social media, which is ginger.princess.vlogs, which also connects to my YouTube channel. You can always go over and join and follow and like and all that. Our Facebook page, which is out of the water. You can click, uh, you can type in fb.me slash out of the water podcast. You can always go over to my YouTube channel, which again, I recommend to see all the Pensacola and all the different convention stuff it's ginger princess vlogs all one word and once you get there just go into the little search bar not like the main search bar but like once you're on my profile click that little finding glass and type in pensacola or type in all those different things i mentioned and it should pull right up or hopefully i've got it up on a playlist by then also you can send me an email if you want to just send me an email that's just purple cannon do that you can email me at it's out of the water at yahoo.com again all that can be found on my anchor profile anchor.fm slash out of water and you can hit me up on the instagram facebook youtube or email thank you guys again for making it this long and i will talk to you hopefully uh, i'm gonna have this actually regularly scheduled and the next one should be out on sunday thanks guys bye